how things are working. I want to talk to you um, um, on a subject of considering one another. Uh, let me just open here. Um, considering one another. Now, I have found in my, um, in um, uh, let me just open here. I have found that uh, an article on the internet where it speaks about, um, where it talks about people considering one another. Now, this article um, is, 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 is about people considering one another during the COVID pandemic and um, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. And this person was writing about how we can consider one another. Amongst other things, this person mentioned that, number one, um, look after yourself, he says, because to look after uh, to look after yourself, you look after all of us, and we flatten the curve. Another another thing this person said was wear your mask. Um, another thing this person said was check on your elderly neighbors. Um, another thing this person said was reach out to people in self isolation, um, combat misinformation online. Um, share positive news and acts of kindness with your community and on your Facebook community and your social media community. But as I was reading this person's article, I found something, I found something very interesting. Uh, I realized, or better yet, I realized something very interesting um, as I was reading is this. And, and in no way did this writer... Um, and not considering this person's religious views, but nowhere did this writer say, go and look at the church of Jesus Christ um, to consider what kindness looks like. Nowhere. I, 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 I looked for articles. I couldn't find articles for that. Or better yet, go and, look what, go and see what Christ's disciples does to know what kindness looks like. No one, no one said that. He didn't say that in his article. And you would think, when it comes to kindness, that the church is the pinnacle point of what kindness should be. Kindness to one another, kindness to the world, um, and, and, and kindness to anyone. Now, why does it have to take a pandemic to remind people, whether they are part of the church or not, but to remind people uh, or to teach us to be considerate to one another? Why is this not a, a, a normal thing, a normal thing that we do when we are considering one another? Another, another question perhaps is, is, why is the church not the pinnacle point of kindness anymore? Have we become so conceited with ourselves and our own well-being that we forgot that the Lord actually said that we should consider each other? We should think about each other. Consider is meaning we think about how that person would react, how we would go ahead and um, put that person before us, consider about each other. And tonight, as we enter the new year, I want you to consider three things with me. Um, as we consider each other, as the Lord says, and if you have your Bibles here with me, please open at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 to 25. I'm not going to put on the, uh, I don't know if you can see the, 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 the PowerPoint on, on there, but I'm not going to put it on because we are running out of time for a bit. Um, tonight, so Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 to 25. Wait, let me try this again. Uh, if you have your Bibles with me, read with me there and then let, perfect. Now I will move over there. There we go. 
So Hebrews, Hebrews 10 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Some translation says, as you see the day of the Lord approaching. Now the writer of Hebrews encourages the readers in three things that they need to consider uh, in the passage that we just read, when we consider one another. And the first thing, the first point the writer makes when he talks about considering one another is this, that, that we need to consider one another in each other in fellowship with one another. Now remember, fellowship with God must never become selfish. In other words, though as a believer I need time alone with God, it's not healthy to only spend time alone with God. I need to fellowship from other, uh, with other believers, and I will tell you more about that. Now, for those of you who know me, uh, would know uh, that I grew up on the farm. I'm a, I'm a farm child out and out. My heart is farming, and I, and I love the outdoors, and I love the bush, and, 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 and I love brying, but, but not with coals like, like we've, we've done here in Johannesburg, but I like brying with wood. And I love the, seeing the process of lighting the wood on fire and, um, and, and from there just watching how, how the fire incinerates the wood, and, uh, the wood. And when I go visit my parents in the Western Cape, many times um, we would bribe, but then I would, I would insist that we would bribe wood because my dad's got a big heap of wood at his house. And then I would make a fire usually so big that, 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 so that we can have a lot of coals and we never run out of coals, even though we only bribe. Uh, a little bit of meat at a time because it will only be usually the three of us at home. Um, but I've seen many times how a piece of burning wood, while it's on the braai, would fall out of the braai. Um, while it's burning, and it would fall out of the braai onto the ground away from the fire. And I would look at it many times thinking that's sometimes how we fall away from not coming to church. We are on fire while we are in the hood, but as soon as we fall out, we, we, we trinkle a little bit and then the flame goes smaller and smaller and then it's just a coal that's burning on the piece of wood and then the coal eventually dies and then it's just smoke going up. And now the wood piece of wood that was once a blessing to the people sitting around the fire is now smoking and burning people's eyes and it's causing discomfort. Um, for all who was enjoying that wood while it was burning. And it's interesting, and it made me think when I was preparing this in fellowship, how easily, easily a believer can become a place of discomfort when he's disconnected from the body of Christ. When he becomes disconnected from the church. And I'm not, uh, not, just, I'm not referring to when he backslides. I'm, I'm talking about when, when, when the Christian stops um, uh, stops going to the gathering of the saints. Now, obviously, I know we are in a pandemic, but what I'm talking about is whether we meet online or in person. When the person stops gathering, he, it's it's almost as if the body is missing something. Um, the body is missing that person. Now, imagine you have an arm, and all of a sudden your arm is chopped off. It's going to cause a lot of pain. It's going to cause a lot of discomfort. 
And that's how the body of Christ works. That in the same way as we, when we step away from fellowship um, with one another, whether it is in, in home cells or whether it is in the big fellowship in church, there's a certain discomfort that happens because now all of a sudden someone else has to do the job or play the role that that body part, that person had to play. And which brings me to my next point, which I would like to make. And, and, and as much as I would like to go deeper in this, I'm just giving you an overview just so that you can understand the concept. The second point I would like to make is keep the first point in mind, consider each other in fellowship, is that we need to consider each other in church attendance as well. Now, you might think, how am I inconsiderate to another person when it comes to church attendance? I mean, you, you probably have people walk through the door first, give your seat to people. Um, um, but I want to remind you that, that we come to church thinking that we are coming to receive a word of God. But I want to remind you that you come to church to give. You come to church to not only to receive, but to give. And I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about finances. You come to give a word of encouragement to a fellow brother or fellow sister who is going through a tough time. You come to give when you are amongst the fellowship of the saints. When you are at church, you come to give Prayers where you pray and intercede for one another or in the world. Uh, you come to give your time, your listening ear. Um, you, you don't come to receive. You come to consider how you may spur one another on towards love and towards good deeds. That's why we come to church. If we are not at church, if we are not in the meeting with the fellowship of the saints, how how will we be able to encourage one another in good deeds and also become mature in Christ? Because as we encourage one another, it's not just a preached word, but we encourage one another, we pray for one another in a church meeting. God meets us there, most likely because someone asked God to meet us there in that prayer meeting. At church, we testify. We tell each other of how this week went, of how God provided for us. But if we are not at church, how can we do that? If we neglect going to church, whether it's online or whether it's in person, how can we be instruments of God? Remember, I want to remind you that the Christians in biblical times, especially in the New Testament, were constantly persecuted. They were constantly chased away. They were constantly told this and told that because of their faith. And yet it didn't stop them from explaining what Jesus has done to them in their lives. And I want to encourage you, don't let a pandemic stop you from not testifying about the goodness of God. Because there's people that has died for this faith and couldn't stop testifying. And then this brings me to my final point, which is uh, the third and final thing is let us consider each other in the coming of Jesus Christ. Now, one of the strong motives for faithfulness in coming to church and in fellowshipping with believers is the soon coming of Jesus Christ. He is coming. Whether you want to believe it or not, He is coming soon. In fact, the only other place the word translated assembly is in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 and in the New Testament, in 2 Thessalonians, where it's translated gathering. And it, all these in Hebrews and in Thessalonians 
Paul talks about the coming of Christ because once we gather, we can encourage each other. We can encourage each other to do good works and so encourage each other to become mature in Christ so that when Jesus comes, we will go with him when he, when he comes and fetches all of us. I want to conclude because we still have to go and have some communion. As we enter 2021, with all its challenges that's going on, whether we have church online or whether we have church in person, remember that we as God's people need to be considerate to each other in not neglecting the gathering as so many has fallen the habit of. But let's keep in mind that when we join a meeting, whether in person or whether online, we come to encourage one another in good works so that we may present all, everyone, mature in Christ.